You are listening to the inaugural session of the Is This Us podcast, a podcast where we examine our favorite show right now, which is This Is Us, and not just the episode itself uh, or the show itself, but also the greater themes that it has in this world and, and in our current time. I am Christian Shabu. I am George Black. And over the next 30 or 40 minutes or so, um, we are going to talk about This Is Us. And, and it's interesting, George, we're actually starting this podcast in a really auspicious moment. So there's a couple things going on. The first one is that it's the Winter Olympics right now. Yep. Winter Olympics. And This Is Us is actually not on for the next two weeks. And I'm hurting a little bit about that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm kind of kind of fiending a little bit. Yeah. Ah, hurting so bad. Yeah, like we, were, we were watching last week, and when they said at the end of the episode, like they always do, like, next week, blah, blah, blah is going to happen. They were like, we're coming back in two weeks. We were both like, wait, what? what? Yeah. What's happening? Yeah, I didn't see that. I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming. I mean, you know, Winter Olympics, I guess they're important. You know, This Is Us needs to come back. We decided that it'd be a great time for us to start this podcast by revisiting the very first episode, the pilot episode of This Is Us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then... Uh, yeah, we're going to unpack it a little bit, talk about, we're going to get deep, y'all. We're going to get deep, talk about some of the, the, the bigger themes, uh, talk about some of the things that we feel like well, uh, was being alluded to in the episodes, really bring things. Um, I, and I think this is really why people like this show. There's so much here. There's a There's reason just, why yeah. everybody talks about that, like the last five to 30 minutes of This Is Us, they're always in an emotional state, right? And it's because it's it's hitting at um, parts of our parts of our soul and parts of our own experience and parts of our cultural experience right now. Um, and, and so, yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to unpack it. It's also a big moment for us to launch today because as I was learning, sort of learning on the fly, I was I was doing my research and was looking for what kind of programs, what kind of what kind of equipment we needed. Uh, and I found that there are certain uh, programs for recording that are great for podcasts. And there's this one that we're using called Hindenburg Journalist. Shout out to Hindenburg Journalist. We're going to just, from the beginning here, just do shameless plugs of stuff. And maybe one day they'll be, you know, our um, sponsors. sponsors. Yeah. We're, we're going to have sponsors. We're calling it right now. <laughs> we're um, okay with that. So I'm doing the research, right, and find this program. And I go on the website to buy it. And, and I'm prepared, like they've been telling me, that it's going to cost somewhere between 300 and $350. And it just so happens that February 13th is a holiday. Not a holiday that most people know, but it's a holiday called World Radio Day. Mm. And, and this, this company, uh, Hindenburg Journalist, which I've known now for about six hours, uh, they do a really great thing where they cut the prices um, on all of their programming to make it accessible to as many people as possible, but also 10% of the proceeds on this day only, on February 13th, every year for the last several years, they donate 10% to incredibly worthy causes uh, around the world. And so it just so happens that we are launching our podcast on this day. And so it's, it's a synchronicity, right? And, and that, I just think that's really powerful because that's what uh, This Is Us is, is really all about in so many ways, synchronicity. So, so really cool stuff happening here, George. I don't believe in coincidences anyway, so yeah, absolutely. So we're gonna get into what we've got planned for our programming here. And one of the segments we're gonna come back to every week uh, with this podcast 
is we're gonna do a recap of the episode, right? Because every episode of This Is Us, there is a lot that happens. We go through an emotional journey. Uh, we also go through a journey of time, right? Because the show jumps from different eras and different moments in time and within the family. Uh, so we wanna recap that, making sure we're all on the same page. And so this is what we like to call This Is Us in 90 seconds. And George, I know that you're up to the task of summarizing episode one in 90 seconds. I'm getting my phone out right now because I'm gonna time you. I'm not gonna show you the time. I'm not gonna give you that pressure, but we're, we're gonna see just how good you are. Do I have to use the entire 90 seconds? No, it, I mean, listen, if you set the bar even higher for 60 seconds, it means that in the coming weeks, you or me have to do it in 60 seconds. That's gonna be really powerful. Take it away. So episode one of This Is Us begins with Jack and Rebecca celebrating Jack's birthday. Jack is excited and he uh, asks his wife to come in and give him a nice little sexy dance. And we then see that his wife is pregnant and she is really, really pregnant. And Jack, Jack's not, uh, not backing down, right? He still wants his wife, he still loves his wife, still attracted to his wife. Um, and then we see that her water breaks and they're about to have these babies. Then we get a time jump to seeing uh, these their, their children and their children are grown and they're going through different things in their life. Randall, who uh, is getting celebrated in his house and is at his job, he's also uh, looking for his father. Kate, who is, uh, you know, going to these classes, but also dealing with the fact that uh, she's overweight and her self-esteem uh, in regards to that. And, and then we got uh, Kevin, who is having a hard time with his, his fame and, and how empty it feels. And, um, and we get to just see this journey, this process that happens as uh, Jack and, and, and Rebecca are, are, are having these babies. And we're also seeing all the uh, really powerful events that are happening in their children's lives and seeing how those things kind of come together and, and show things about each other. You're not going to believe it. Literally a minute, 30 seconds. Ooh! That was strong. That was real strong. I'll take that. I'll take that. And you weren't even looking at the clock. I wasn't. I, I was just peeking at it once in a while, and you got close, and I was like, you know what? He's not, he's not going to He's not gonna hit 130, and then you stopped literally at 130. because here's the thing. With the, with the summary, you can't go into the specifics. You know, you got to gotta give a nice little little bubble of what's happening. You got to let the specifics happen. We're going to worry about the specifics in a little bit. So, uh, yeah, and there's a lot in that episode. It, it was funny watching it for the second time and knowing that we were, we're now approaching it from this, this podcast and, and taking a deep dive into this show. I just realized how much actually happened in this episode. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and, and I was surprised by that. I forgot. I actually learned about this show like a long, long time ago, a friend of mine suggested that I watch it and I watched the episode with them and was like, I'm good. Like, I'm not interested in this. Actually not interested in this. Forgot that it was called This Is Us. Apparently forgot you had a soul. Because <laughs> how could you watch one yo, episode and just turn away? Yo, there was a lot. There was a lot. And, and then Christian is like, yo, George... Do you watch This Is Us? We totally should watch this. And I'm like, what show are you talking about? Right? So I watched it again. I was like, oh my God, it's this, it's this show that I told myself I didn't like. And all of a sudden, I'm like, this was the hottest joint popping right now. How did I, I, like my whole opinion about it. I just, I must, I don't know. I, don't, I was in a bad place. 
when I watched the first episode, I must have been in a bad place. How could you not like this show? Right, right. And, and you know, I and, and all of us appreciate that you can recognize, George, that when you, you saw that one episode, you were in a bad place, and now you've come around. We appreciate that. Got it. You're doing a lot. We, we appreciate that. <coughs> Always doing a lot. You're doing a whole lot right now. I mean, but you, did, you did do something that's, I think, important for folks to understand. It's like, this is a ritual for us now. This is mm. something that mm-hmm. we have carved out our time, not just to do the podcast, but even before this, that we have dedicated Tuesday nights for you and I uh, to hang out as two good friends, uh, co-workers, yes, and also friends, uh, really strong friends that also are doing work uh, where where we're building projects and building things mm-hmm. um, in really powerful ways, right? And, and this this caps off those Tuesday evenings. We watched this show, and now we're going to be doing this podcast. Yeah, it's no talk time, y'all. Like when 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 the when the when the show is on, when the show is on, it's not allowed to talk. And there have been times when. Christian and I have been telling important, deep stories about our, our lives, and the show came on. It was like, I right, that's important, but no talk time. Right. Commercials are over. Yeah. Can't be mad. Yeah. Yeah, we're done. And to be clear, you're the one that instituted no talk time. Absolutely. Like, and I, I was totally fine with it. You just looked at me at one point, and I was talking a little bit, and you were like, no, no, no talk time. No talk time. We're going to get into the other, uh, the other segment uh, that we're starting the show out with, and we're, we're probably going to build out more as the show goes along, um, but I actually wanted to take us to an image that we see at the very end of this episode that's really going to frame what we're going to do here on Is This Us? Uh, and at the very end of episode one, we see an image of Jack and Rebecca. They're looking down at the three babies, and each one of the babies have these hand-knitten sweaters on that are in gold and black. Uh, to you know, give a shout out to the Steelers, which is the team of this family, right? Um, but each sweater has on it, it says the big three, right? And so what we're gonna do every week with this show is something we're gonna call the big three, right? And it's gonna be the big three ideas from that episode or themes that we really just wanna unpack a bit more and like talk about the implications from the episode, yes, but really take a big picture view of like, what is it saying about the world we live in, maybe even our own personal experiences and like why this show is really connecting. Uh, and so the first topic that we want to talk about is from a structural standpoint, what this show sets itself up to do from the very minute it begins, right? Which is, it does a lot of mirroring throughout this entire episode and really what the entire show does, right? So, so that's how we always jump from uh, time frame to time frame when Jack and Rebecca are young kids, just having a family to when they're obviously older um, and, and the kids are now in their, in their 30s, right? And so there's this really cool sequence at the very beginning uh, where you've got Rebecca, her water's broke, right? And, like, and Jack's getting a little bit frisky whether or they're on the bed and like she says it. Uh, but even before that, there's a moment where she's talking about uh, how her weight has fluctuated and how she feels so fat, right? And at that very moment, it cuts to Kate, who's standing on the scale, and she's looking very upset about it, right? And she ends up falling backwards because she doesn't want to put her full weight on the scale. And then a few seconds later, we then have Rebecca saying, oh, my water broke. And then you cut to this really powerful image where Kevin's outside of his, whether it's Uh, a place he's staying or it's his actual apartment or home, Uh, we get an image of a pool and everybody's hanging out. So so there's all this mirroring that happens, but it starts within those first two to three minutes of of us meeting the Pearsons, although we don't know that they're the Pearsons yet. We don't know they're all connected. There were different segments where the kids were were dealing with just like the the turmoil or the the pain. It was um, whether it was Kevin... You know, spazzing out on stage, or it was, uh, you know, 
um, Kate crying, um, you know, and, and, and as she was sharing about, you know, her insecurity around her weight. And then I remember in that, right, Randall and, you know, him, him flipping out on his biological dad, right? And then after all that, it just transitions right to uh, Rebecca screaming on the labor table, right? And it was like, oh, like, that's what's happening here. Like, there's, like, like they're, they're, in, they're in labor, right? It's, it's almost like, um, and I'm really excited to, to watch the show with this in mind, but it's almost like what's happening to the parents is like metaphorically happening to the kids, right? Like you can read into it. The, the flashbacks with the parents are giving me and feeling me about what's, what, the, what the three kids are going through. Yeah, and I actually, I had that very experience in this episode, and I hadn't realized the first time I watched it that this is Jack's 36th birthday, right? And his birthday is the same as the kids, and it just so happens that they are 36 at the time that we see them in present day, right? So it's this mirror of like 36 um, being a moment of of transition. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also, so so as we were doing that, I started doing the math, was looking at my phone. I know you get upset at me when I get on my phone a little bit while the episode's happening. Yo, don't do that. You, you keep taking pictures of me and putting them on Facebook or Instagram, just like, yo, this, <laughs> this guy's slipping. I Look just, at this, what's he doing? I just need you to be fully present to what's happening on the screen, and you weren't, and I gotta call you out on that. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate you calling me out like that for everybody to, to witness. Uh, my distraction and my adult ADHD. Uh, but I, I looked up, I was like, oh, it's interesting, right? Because like Jack starts with the towel of the Pittsburgh Steelers. We end up learning that the Steelers are their family and that like football in general means a lot to this family. So I looked up, I was like, who was in the Super Bowl uh, in the year that would, as, as you're hearing the episode go along, you realize that uh, the, the kids were likely born right around 1980, 1981. Mm-hmm. And I looked up, uh, the teams are in the Super Bowl, the eventual winner, and spoiler alert, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers were in the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl in 1980, right? And so we have this this mirroring of like even the impact of the Steelers, this small thing that you might not see the first time and like the, the presence that that's going to have, right? Because we begin with Jack with the towel over his lap and we end with the kids in the, in the sweaters that are mimicking the Steelers too. So it's all of this powerful mirroring that's happening through this whole episode and sets up the structure for for the show in general. It's just the way the show tells a story. Because, all right, so I guess the the, the first part for me is uh, at what point did we become clear, right, that that what was happening with Rebecca and, um, and Jack were flashbacks. Like, we're watching these stories unfold at the same time, even though we know that obviously this happened before that, right? Um, and so, like... It's like halfway through the episode that you recognize, oh, shoot, that's their parent. You know, that's not overt in the very beginning, right? Um, and, it, and it makes that mirroring, I think, like really, really powerful because it, it, it makes it, it makes the story of the parents feel just as weighty or just as much a part of the story as, as what's happening with the kids. The present and the past, the, 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 the past doesn't just inform the present in this show. Like it's actually a story in and of itself. Right. And I really I really enjoy that. I really appreciate that. And I think that it actually it feeds into that the reason why we often feel and I say we like you and I like after we debrief each episode, but certainly what I've heard from other folks is like this feeling of like the the emotional sort of climax when you watch the show often happening towards the end is because that mirroring sort of sets up this ability for the show to put puzzle pieces in there. And like you don't see the whole picture until the last couple of minutes. 
right? And, and, and like that was present in this episode too, right? Like at the very end is when you finally start to piece together that like, oh, Randall, Kate, and Kevin are all siblings, mm-hmm. right? And you don't totally get that until the very end. It's like the last three minutes. Um, and and so, so it's just a really cool uh, convention, right? The, this mirroring. Uh, the, the other thing, the, the sort of big three number two for us uh, was just the presence of birth and death through this entire episode. So we have Rebecca and we have Jack and um, it starts with like their love and their, their affection for one another and then, and then uh, you know, the water breaks, right? Like this, this process of birth happens, right? And then what we see is all these different uh, scenes, right? Like you have uh, Randall's at his table and he is looking up his 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 biological father, right? Who we find out he hired someone to like look for. And then we have Kate in her, her bathroom and she is weighing herself. She's taking as much clothes off as possible so that she can be as light as possible, right? Um, and then you see uh, Kevin and Kevin is in his room with these two models and he is uninterested in what you would think he was interested in had he had two models in his room. And it's clear to me that uh, those scenes were all building up or like setting up this idea that like just like they were being born or their family was being born, like something was being birthed in them, right? We transition into Kevin and his uh, his rant on the stage and we, we, we go and we see Randall and him, his first uh, interaction with his biological father, with him telling his wife about his biological father and then going to see him um, not even knowing what he wants to do, right? Like, like, the, like there's this pain. Like, he, do you? Do I want to flip on you? Do I want to, like, love you right now? Do I want to have a conversation? I don't even know, right? Um, and then we have Kate who meets this guy who uh, isn't interested in losing weight except for the fact that he's interested in her, right? Like, and there's, and, and right there's, there's again, right there's this, there's that birthing, right? But then um, we we transition back to this this scene where where Rebecca's screaming and you just can't help but tie in all this spasm and this crying and this the flipping on your dad and, and and you can't help but say, oh, this pain is meant to mirror this pain that that, that Rebecca is having. Like they're they're in labor. Like there's something that is happening. There's something that this newness that's 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 being born. Um and I think the it it, it goes into, right, ultimately you, you find out that the that, that the first baby died, like the third baby died, right? And it just it just ties into and I don't I don't necessarily think we see all of it in, in this episode, right? But there but just like there there is birth, right? Like there are also things dying in them too, right? Maybe maybe that is right, uh the beginning of the death of Kate's insecurity about being loved, right? Randall's idea that like he Right? He has a black dad, like, and he he comes from somewhere that he didn't know. So there's a there's a death to that wondering. There's like, a birthing of roots. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. So there's just there's just so much of this like this tie-in between what's being birthed and what's dying in the kids, and how how that all mimics what was happening in the labor room. There's this interesting uh, moment too in in the in the birthing early on uh, when when the doctor comes in uh, and says. Uh, after a couple minutes of seeing him, he, he says that, you know, the, this is a, a six-week premature uh, birth and it's, it's highly dangerous. And, and it gives you a good sense. And it was one of these things I picked up on uh, well into the episode of 
it sets up a really interesting dynamic for like in this in this scene of like birth and death like setting up the dynamics of who these characters are where Kevin and Kate are six weeks premature mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and 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 that shows through in in the episodes over the next um, year and a half of this show right where like a lot of their challenges are about feeling like life hasn't really like begun for them yet right even Kevin talks about he's the one that brings up to Kate as they're sitting there on the bathroom floor where she's sprained her ankle that like you know we're 36 right and there, there's a there's a feeling of like we're 36 and we haven't like what have we done we, we haven't necessarily accomplished anything mm-hmm. and, and and Randall's in a completely different space right like this is a guy that like has as we learn in this episode by like the images of like he's in this this office where he clearly has folks coming in and he's got like a pretty high power job right and and, and it's clear he's accomplished things, has a, has a great family, uh, an active family. You get the sense that like him and his wife are really strong, their family unit's really strong. Like, so, so he, on, on the other side of this, has accomplished a lot, right? And his is more about like finding his roots. Just there's so much excellent foreshadowing in this show. So in the hospital, when uh, the doctor comes and Dr. K comes in and he's like, high-risk pregnancy, like, this is really serious, just just conversation we need to have, and then Jack goes on his, you know, he, he decides to be Jack, right, and he speaks this powerful, powerful sermon about how everything's gonna be okay, because everything's always okay with Jack, right, and obviously, you know, Rebecca's eating it up, because she's been eating it up since they met, right, and she's like, I love it, like, thank you, yes, I love you, yes, everything's gonna be fine, and he, he, and Jack asked Dr. K, is it, like, why do you believe that? And he and Dr. K was like, I know I like you. And he smiled and walked off. And, you know, that was a light moment, but it also foreshadowed, like, Dr. K, the wisest, most experienced man in the room who has also lost a child before, like, was clear that he, he could not say, yeah, yeah, I believe that. Like, and it just foreshadowed this idea that, like, there are good things that are going to happen today, but it is not going to come without some pain. Like, that is I'm, I'm clear about that, yeah. And so, and this leads us to our final big three um, of this episode, right? And, and I wanna stick with uh, the, the relationship here between Jack and the doctor, right? Mm-hmm. So towards the end of the episode, uh, where the doctor has to inform that they, they lost the third child, right? Um, he's, he's talking to Jack, and there's this really powerful moment, right? And it's not one that you might necessarily catch um, I know I certainly didn't the first time we watched it, and it even took me a, a couple minutes to like really, really have it register what happened here. But he says, the doctor says to Jack, like, "May I sit down?" Right, and that sounds like a pretty benign thing to say, right? Um, but if you start to put the puzzle pieces together, not just in this episode, but over over a season and a half, right? Like, that was a moment for Jack. Uh, to invite in a, a character, a figure in his life that ends up being very much a father figure, mm-hmm. right? And, and that was one of the things that I thought was really present for this episode, the setting up of the inviting in your father, right? And, that, and that's something that's very clear at different times throughout uh, the first season and a half of this show, right? And so in this episode is for Jack, like he invites this doctor and who ends up being that father figure for, as we learned from the uh, most recent season and, and in the funeral um, of, of Jack, that Jack was actually going back every month, right, to talk to the doctor, right, Not for for yes, like some feedback on like what do we do with with these kids, you know, from a biological standpoint, but also like as a father, what do I do, 
right? And, and we see other moments in this episode of inviting in your father, right? Kevin, the, the moment where he makes the, the change for himself, like in a very raw way in front of an audience, is he's just had this really powerful scene with a stage dad, right? With Alan Thicke, shout out to Alan Thicke from Growing Pains, like the marquee father of like sitcoms from the late 80s. Um, but that's what brings it on, right? And as we'll see over the next season and a half, like Kevin's biggest challenge uh, is actually inviting in his father, mm. right? And then we see uh, Kate welcoming in Toby, right? Like he stands at the door and says, can I come in, right? And she has to invite him in. And we learn from, from episodes coming that like, Toby is very much has some qualities that are very similar to Jack. Um, and as we foreshadow, will will likely be the, the father of their children, right? So this idea of inviting in your father, a, a really powerful one in this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And and yeah, I mean, just, just even tying that, not even, even tighter, right? Like, this is around the same time that, like, Randall literally invites his dad to come meet his grandchildren, right? Like, do you want to come see your grandchildren? Like, after flipping on them in the, in the house. Um, so just it just ties it ties that in, right? Like it, uh, we get to see Randall interact with his children and the way that Randall interacts with his children in that episode is introducing him to his father, them to his father, right? Um, so it's just like even his kids are, are there's, a, there's a dad that the, the, his children are even inviting in. Yeah, that's, that's strong, Christian. It, it got me, you know, and I think this is going to at least happen for me, uh, but probably for both of us. Like, th- this show always brings me back to, like, my own experience, right? And there's a lot that, that I feel resonates for myself, right? But this idea for, for uh, many of us, I think, right? Like, and, and going back to this idea of birthing, right? Like, our mothers birth us, right? But we have to invite our fathers in, mm. right? And, and I know for me, like, you know, I'm, I'm somebody who is an unabashed uh, mama's boy, right? Um, and, and I've had some some struggles and some challenges um, for a lot of reasons with my relationship um, with my father. And it has taken years of even him being gone uh, to actually get to the point of understanding him and, and understanding our relationship by actually being in a place to actually invite him in. Even if he's not around anymore, like actually invite that in. But I had to invite him, right? And that was a really... There was a powerful moment for me to think about that tonight. Whoo, Jesus. Yeah, it's oh, man. It's, yeah, that, that just hit me. That just hit me, man. Because I'm like, yeah, just thinking about my own dad, who definitely lives in New Haven, who I've only met like three times, right? And so it's like, okay, yeah, man. There, maybe there's something to dig into there, you know? Maybe, maybe there's an inviting that needs to happen that I have definitely been reluctant to, but maybe I need to be more open to that kind of, yeah. See, this is the kind of thing that happens when you watch this show, right? Because I promise you every single time I watch an episode at the end of it, I'm like, what's good with my life? <laughs> right. Every time. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> how can I apply what just happened to the things happening in my life? And I'm clear if I do, I will make my life a little better. Which, which brings us back to like the whole the whole name of this podcast, right? Like we, we did a play on like the words that make up this show, right? This is us and we just switched the this and is like, is this us, right? And the resounding answer is yes, oh, it man. is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Like we, that's why, and I know when y'all watch this show, y'all crying too. Y'all don't got to hide it. It's okay. We're clear because I'm, I'm, I'm crying. 
We talked about, we ended here on this note of inviting in our fathers. Hopefully we have invited you into this podcast so that you will come back each and every week. Uh, we will be recording an episode next week, even though the Olympics will still be on. And we're actually going to fast forward now to the most recent episode we saw, which was uh, Jack's funeral, which would be a really interesting dynamic to look at the first episode and this most recent episode. So we hope you come back. And yeah, I'm excited to do this with you, George. Yo, man, this is fun. This right here was fun. I'm Christian Shabu. I'm George Black. And this is Is This Us, the podcast. We'll see you next week. Love y'all.